0: The following program is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Lead Tennessee Radio, conversations with the leaders moving our state forward. We look at the issues shaping Tennessee's future, rural development, public policy, broadband, health care, and other topics impacting our communities. And now, here's your host of Lead Tennessee Radio, Lavoie Knowles. Hello, I'm Lavoy Knowles, Executive Director of the Tennessee Broadband Association. Today in our podcast, we have our guests, uh, Kim Atkins and Steve Buttry with the Capital Strategies Group. And they are part of our government affairs team. And uh, we'd like to share with our listeners about the purpose for being at the legislature, why we're here, about how we progress to be here, and um, how it benefits the members of, of the Tennessee Broadband Association to have your voice at the legislature i'd first like to say that uh i've been involved with the tennessee broadband association and then previously the tennessee telecommunications association for many many years and for the first several years when i was in operations we never had a um government operations team uh because we had such a diverse organization and uh some of the larger members at that point in time um Usually had a different uh, agenda than the small companies, and so basically we stayed out of the, stayed out of the legislature and didn't get involved with with um, government affairs activities. As time went on, the bigger guys left the association, and it remained a small to mid sized company organization. And our interests were basically one and the same. So it was decided a few years ago that we need to have a, a bigger voice on Capitol Hill. And we've restructured, and we, at that point in time, um, developed a relationship with Capital Strategies, and it's been a good one ever since. We've been very successful in getting things accomplished for the members of the Tennessee Broadband Association, and um, we're hoping to even accomplish bigger things this year and next. So to start out, we'd like to just uh, talk uh, to both Kim and Steve about uh, – how the operation, how the legislature works and um, the benefit of having a government affairs team on site and uh, kind of go from there.
1: Thank you, Lavoy. Uh, Kim and I have enjoyed representing the association for the last several years and we've been through uh, lots of battles and I, like you said, I think we've definitely raised our profile to where uh, it's no longer when they discuss broadband issues they no longer just ask where the big guys are they always come and ask us first uh, where the where the rural providers are and I think that speaks to the work that you have done and, and members of the Association and our lobbying team as well to raise that that profile and um, Kim, like I said Kim and I really enjoy working with you guys it's uh Rural broadband is a front burner issue now. I think we mentioned that in some conversations before. It's even a front burner issue nationally. So uh, you know, our, our members we're proud to say are on the on the front lines of that. That's when we talk about rural broadband. That's that's they're talking about us. So so we just uh, really enjoy uh, the things we've been able to do.
2: And I'm Kim Adkins. I'm also part of the government affairs team here that represents the association on Capitol Hill. Steve and I um, have worked well together the past years, and I will certainly echo um, his his comments as it re- regards to the increased profile that the association has on Capitol Hill. We cannot thank Lavoie Knowles enough. Um, he Lavoy does a tremendous job as the executive director of the association. Uh, legislators and uh, staff on Capitol Hill uh, certainly respect Lavoie, know he is a leader on Tennessee rural broadband issues, and um, it's a real honor to, to work with these two gentlemen.
0: Last year was a good example of, of an issue that affected our entire industry And in the sales tax. Um, problem we ran into is the Department of Revenue decided to tax the installation cost uh, of building out a fiber network, or leasing a fiber network for that matter. And it's going to mean several million dollars impact upon our members. And because all the men, most of the members knew who we were, particularly those in leadership. And by the way, we're very fortunate, very, very fortunate that a lot of the leadership serves rural areas and are a part of our constituents, uh, legislatures. And so that's that's very important as well. Um but because of that relationship that everyone knew that we were up front trying to be as truthful as we possibly can, then that bill was passed, and it was the second-largest tax cut in the legislative session last year. And so um, it passed 100 percent in the Senate, and um, I think it was uh, 92 to 10 or something like that in the House, which is still phenomenal. Um when you get that kind of support from the legislation of a legislative bill that has that kind of impact on the state budget, um, that shows that we've at least have made an impact on getting our story out about who we are, who we represent, and what our members do to um make the areas they serve a better place to live.
1: And I wanna take a moment to to also thank the the membership and uh, we t- we say this all the time when we're when we have our day on the hill and, and events like that. That what we do is very important, and we're kind of the tip of the, of the spear during the legislative session. But the members, the whether it's the general managers or the CEOs of the local companies, the local broadband providers back home, reaching out and making that personal uh, connection, personal introduction to their legislators is is of the utmost importance because when we can go in their office and put a constituent face on the issue that we're, we are uh, lobbying for or against that just, that makes all the difference in the world to them. Absolutely.
2: I would certainly agree. I do think it's important to remind members too, that the the Tennessee legislature returned to Nashville on January 14th for what is the second half of the 111th general assembly. So any legislation from last year, does carry over into this half of this two-year legislative session. And a particular note, too, is we have a new House Speaker, Speaker Cameron Sexton.
0: Absolutely, and he's actually from one of our members area um, uh, in, the, in the Cumberland County area. So it, it, it makes it a lot easier for us when you have folks that can relate to where you're at, who the members are, and what their story is. And the more legislatures that can get into leadership roles that serve areas that our members serve then the better it helps us
1: that's 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 very true the leadership sets sets the tone and sometimes uh has a big part in setting the agenda and and when they are uh constituents of of your members that uh, or when when mem- when our members are their constituents direct constituents that uh, that helps us tremendously
0: might speak a little bit about the committee process. You guys are more familiar than I am, but um, um, it's a very structured committee process, and it, a bill. Explain how it moves through the committees. Well,
1: the obviously the bill has to be. Uh I'm not going to give a, a, a civics lesson to everybody, but you have to have a bill for it to become law has to pass in the exact same form in the House and the Senate. Both and they both have their committee processes. Uh, in the House, you have a there's one additional step in that you have a subcommittee. Um, you have the the uh, and, and each each standing committee will have several subcommittees. Fortunately, our bills usually except for last year uh, had to go through uh, the subcommittee and utilities and the, and then the, uh, the the full committee and then we all we had to go through sub and and uh, subcommittee and full committee and finance which on again on the house side that's that's many more people that you have to reach out and touch on the Senate side the legislation just goes through one standing committee uh, with the exception of finance which sometimes will have like last year has a, an appropriations or or a the equivalent of the house budget subcommittee so um, uh, th- that's the way the c- the committee process works and, and uh just because your bill is scheduled to be heard doesn't always mean it's going to be heard in that committee as well uh, later especially as the session moves on as the meetings start to run over your um, uh, your bill may be on the calendar the printed calendar for that week but if it gets Tied up, you may have to come back another week. So the committee process is is uh, a little fluid sometimes. Uh, uh, Kim, you want to chime in and talk about uh, sure a little bit more about the committee process?
2: Absolutely. Well, I, I think um, it's important to note that bills are assigned to committee based on subject matter, and so I, I think that's helpful for. Um, Again, the Tennessee Broadband Association and membership to to really understand the importance of having your industry represented on Capitol Hill. Um, As we go before the committee and there are bills of interest uh, to our our members, uh, we are able to have an opportunity to speak up on behalf of membership and um, really, Steve and I work with Lavoie very closely. Um, when we we don't know the details uh, on a particular piece of legislation, I know Lavoie can usually answer the question or work with the board and the membership to rapidly respond. So um, during session, there's certainly a lot of unknowns, but um, having been able to Get to the right person to get a, a quick answer um, is is super helpful and, and we think uh, all of the membership of TTA that are actively involved in in helping uh, be responsive uh, to our state elected officials it's it's very helpful for us to do our job and and to represent you here in Nashville
1: and Kim uh, real quick and another uh, in Lavoie, you may have this on your list if you do i, I apologize but another Component to legis the legislative process is the fiscal review committee, and that the tax legislation that that Lavoie mentioned um, definitely uh, fiscal review has to take a look at any. It, it's a a uh, committee of the House and Senate, and they have a staff that looks at every piece of legislation that could possibly either bring in new revenue to the state or cost the state uh, revenue, and they will put what's called a fiscal note on the bill and. In in the Senate, if, if a fiscal note is I believe it's less than I think last year was it less than ten thousand. I think they, they if if it passes through the full committee and passes through finance, they're they're automatically funded. But in the House, every any legislation that's not included in the governor's budget that costs anything generally gets put on the behind the budget calendar and that's that's a Kind of an inside baseball term, but that just basically means that you have to go and work that finance committee and work the the administration as well. And we ha- we haven't really touched on how the administration plays into the legislative process, but you have to kind of get them to agree that this is something that needs to be done, and then get the leadership of the finance committees. Uh, which in Tennessee we are a very conservative state, and they don't they don't uh, just give uh, tax. Breaks or or tax uh, relief uh, necessarily to if it's going to have an impact on the budget they just don't don't do that willy nilly they uh, they make you really justify your case and we've been able to do that a couple of times and and that's just another wrinkle in the legislative process is is the budget process
2: and I would like to reference the upper chamber too I know we mentioned um, uh, the importance of Speaker Sexton in the House but. Uh, In the upper chamber, we are very fortunate to have Randy McNally, our lieutenant governor, uh, presiding over the Senate. Um, Lieutenant governor has always been very supportive and um, uh, has his door open to listen to issues of importance to uh, the Tennessee Broadband Association. On the role of the administration, um, I would say the governor's office really sets the priorities for the state of Tennessee. and, and, and Tennessee, too, talking about our fiscal uh, position, uh, our state uh, budget is strong. Uh, we're very fortunate uh, to live in um, Tennessee. Um, and, and what's unique about the Tennessee legislative process is uh, the role of, of the governor is to set priorities, prepare a budget, and it's the role of the state legislature to approve, disapprove, or amend the budget – and, and a um noteworthiness in tennessee is we're required by state the state constitution to pass each year a balanced budget and so um it's uh we're very fortunate to be at, in tennessee uh while the economy is is doing well and we have a, a healthy budget
0: yeah the political process is very interesting i i my prior career I, I, got, I dealt with it on, a, on an ancillary basis outside looking in. now they're more involved with it, it. the committee process really intrigues me in the fact that as Steve said, the House and the Senate have slightly different committee structures. And so when you're working a bill you have and it's coming up in committee, you have to intimately discuss that bill with every single member of that committee. and you hopefully can get a get a vote count. And you try to keep track of it, so hopefully you know the answer before you get to the committee. It's not always the case. Um, but then you, if you're successful in that committee, it moves to the next committee, and you got a whole new set of faces, a whole new set of problems, and it's usually got a bigger committee, and, and you think you're through, but you're not. You just keep going through the committee, 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 and, and then when it really gets hectic toward the end of the session, you've got... Senate committees and House committees that are meeting at the same time and you have to be two places at once. You're trying to keep track of the vote count on both both committees and it's very difficult. So it gets pretty hectic, but I will say it's pretty exciting as well.
1: And that's why it's good to have a, a team. Sometimes uh they want us to be in the same place at once and obviously we can't we can't clone ourselves. So Lavoy and Lavoy will be in one place, I'll be in one and Kim will be in another. Um we touched a little bit on the administration, but I wanna just take a minute to talk about Governor Bill Lee and and um you know it's obvious in his his first year in office that rural Tennessee is is very important to him and he's made a you know he he has a, a a almost a cabinet level position that is just focused on rural issues whether that's economic development uh broadband and we he's again last year uh fully funded the 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 broadband fund and then put some more some more money in that which all that strictly benefits uh, mostly rural rural tennessee and in, in their broadband needs but but our governor really is uh does have a heart for rural tennessee and it, it's evident in in, in what he's the, the policies he's been putting forward
0: that's very helpful particularly his first executive order was to uh, ask his commissioners to assist uh, the distressed counties in tennessee which are 16 counties i think our members serve 10 or 11 of those counties and so uh, that, was, uh, that set the tone for all the commissioners on the very, very first couple of weeks.
2: Governor Lee's set to give his state of the state address February 3rd. Uh, that's when we'll learn more about the budget and priorities for this, this session. We know rural broadband is um, among the top priorities of this administration in the state legislature, and we're excited to represent the association for the 111th second half of this Tennessee General Assembly.
0: Again, I'd like to thank Steve Butry and Kim Atkins with Capital Strategies for being a part of our administrative team, our government affairs team, and for being here today on the podcast. Again, I'm LaVoy Knowles, and this episode of Lead Tennessee Radio is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association, cooperative and independent companies connecting our state's rural communities and beyond with world-class broadband. Thank you for listening and helping us share these conversations with the people leading Tennessee forward.